Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today we're speaking with Allison Walter Short, who had an escape wedding last December at Walt Disney World. Welcome, Allison. Thank you, Carrie. So thanks for coming on the show. I think it's great to give a little follow-up to last week's episode where we did an overview of escape weddings and we talked about frequently asked questions. Right off the bat, though, what made you choose a Disney wedding? Well, Todd and I both like Disney. We both have for years. Uh, there's an entire collection of magnets that Todd had been keeping before he met me that are on, on our fridge. And we have three kids from previous marriages. I have a daughter and he has two sons. Uh, they're both now, as of just this past weekend, they're all teenagers. And so we thought that it would be a good, fun place for us to have a wedding together as we brought our families together. That's a great idea. And that's something you don't hear too much because I know a lot of times people planning weddings are, you know, it's a first marriage that Disney can be a great place for a blended family, especially if there are going to be kids involved. It sounds like it was a great choice for your family. It worked very well for us. We had a very good time and we're both kind of Disney fans. And so it worked. Yeah, it worked very well for us. So now you guys chose an escape collection event. Tell me a little bit about why you decided to go with escape over wishes or memories or any of the other. Well, because we knew we were having um, our kids involved in the wedding and we knew that we wanted to have mainly just our family. We, we knew that we had family that were coming from different areas of the country. And so everyone was going to have to be traveling somewhere. And we thought that Disney would be great, but we didn't want to be trying to coordinate bringing a huge group of people. We are, as I said, you know, we have teenagers, we're an older-ish couple. Um, and so if we tried to narrow down our guest list, it would be very, very difficult. And we didn't want to be dealing with that. So we knew we wanted a small wedding and therefore the escape worked perfectly for us. That's cool. Now, that's always my next question is how did your friends and family react when they found out you're getting married potentially really far away? Did that work? Did they know to expect that from you guys because they already knew you were big Disney fans or was it a big shocker? I don't think it was a shocker. I don't think necessarily anybody explicitly expected us to choose Disney. But since most people were going to have to travel, out of the people that were coming to the wedding, we had family from Massachusetts, Seattle, Washington, North Carolina, and then I have some family actually in Florida as well. So most people were going to have to travel a significant distance, so it didn't really matter where. My brother got married in Cozumel a couple of years ago, so that had already happened in my family recently. So I don't think it was a big surprise to them specifically. They thought it was fun and everybody seemed very supportive of it. That's great. And you are lucky to have had the groundwork laid by your brother. <laughs> that is true. It was much simpler than going to Cozumel. Yeah, anything would be, you know, they didn't have to leave the country. It's probably right, a place exactly. some of them have already been. Did you find that you ended up playing travel agent for those who hadn't been or was that not an issue? It wasn't an issue for the most part. We did a little bit of guidance and suggestions, but most most of the people we said, here are some suggested hotels make your reservations and they all did. Now, how many guests did you have? There were 16, including us. So obviously, well, obviously it's an escape wedding. It's 20 or less. So there's not that many people involved. Uh, there were 
the two of us plus our three kids and then our immediate families. So our parents and our siblings and Todd's sister's daughter was our flower girl. And now did you add any private events to the traditional escape package? We did. We had a brunch afterwards. We had a, I think the wedding was at 10 o'clock. Um, I apparently am forgetting this already, but that's okay. It's a 10 o'clock wedding, we'll say. And we had a brunch afterwards from 11 until 1. I should back up a second and say that the ceremony was at Seabreeze Point. So over by the boardwalk. And then we rented one of the St. James ballroom areas, whatever they're called. And we had a brunch there afterward. Oh, that's cool. Did you get access to the patio and everything? It was there. We didn't end up using it. What we did notice is we thought that this was going to be a really big deal and trying to make it receptionish like and then we kind of got there and we had a brunch and then everybody kind of disappeared. <laughs> oh, interesting. We had people traveling back that day and everybody wanted to go into the parks and so it ended up not being such a big deal. But it was enjoyable. We we're glad we did it and uh we will certainly not regret doing it, but it was probably a bigger deal than we made it out to be. <laughs> Oh, interesting. So meaning that you thought maybe, oh, should we have entertainment? How are we going to keep people interested in this meal for two hours or whatever without a DJ? And then as it turned out, it was mostly just let's go eat and then we're done. Pretty much. That's exactly what happened. And part of that might have been because we had also scheduled a couple of, we had organized dinners, one in the park that night at Epcot in Germany for those people who were available to go to that. And then the next night at the Kona Cafe at the Polynesian So we had other family meals planned. So I guess it ended up not being as such a big a deal because there were other designated times for people to get together. That's a good point. I wonder if that happens a lot where to to us, the people who are doing the planning, it's the big thing. It's the reception. It's the whole thing we're looking forward to. And to them, it's another meal and what's next on the agenda. (laughs) It's another meal after they've been waiting for us to take a whole bunch of pictures too. (laughs) We walked in, the kids are like, they're making us wait for you to get here before we can eat. Oh, so you guys stayed back or took pictures on the boardwalk and everybody else went to the reception, but there wasn't anything for them to do while they waited? Pretty much. Because it was just, it wasn't the, we were doing an escape wedding. There's not really a cocktail hour per se or anything like that. It's just a meal that's added on. It was a good meal. It was a very good meal. We had we took the brunch menus and we actually, I don't remember if I read this in the Passporter book or found it on, on the Diz boards or something, but we realized you can take those menus and you can just ask for substitutions. So we took the menu that we liked the most and said, okay, but we like the following three things from this other menu better. And could you plug them in and give us a quote, please? And they did. And that was great. Yeah, that's a good thing to point out because I do think people think that what the menus they get set from their planners, especially if you're doing an escape and you're not getting a lot of hand-holding, that's it. It's set in stone. And so that's great that you bring that up because, yeah, anything's customizable. It was. It was It was, It was. was very customizable as far as the brunch was concerned. We also substituted our the top cake flavor. Um, Todd's favorite flavor cake is carrot cake. That's not on the list of flavors from the escape wedding, but it was a upcharge or something like that. I can't remember exactly how much, but it was a perfectly reasonable upcharge just to get that. Oh, that's great to know too. And then did you change the design at all? We didn't. We were perfectly happy with the one with the Mickey stamps on it. I can't remember what it's called right now. Ah, yes. Mickey's delight. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) And we did, we did, however, upgrade to Castle Cake Topper. We had them keep the Mickey and Minnie next to it though, because we wanted to have the Mickey and Minnie too. We were a little greedy. (laughs) That's nice. So can you talk a little bit about how it went then with the timing of the events from when you were getting ready all the way through the end of the reception, I guess? Sure. We were up very, very early that morning um, because we had a Magic Kingdom photo shoot the day of the wedding. Wow. And it didn't help that we woke up at about two o'clock and couldn't go back to sleep. However, (laughs) we were ready. The makeup and hair person showed up at four in the morning, give or take. 
And we were up and ready and that was fine. And she did my hair and makeup. And my mom actually came to stay with the kids and we had rented one of the two bedroom villas at the beach club. We had rented DVC points from someone we knew. So while we went to go do the Magic Kingdom photo shoot, my mom stayed with the kids. We had a really good time at the Magic Kingdom before anybody else was there. That was just incredibly awesome. I have to say, totally worth it if you want really good photographs. And after that was finished, we came back to the hotel and we kind of got a little bit settled and rearranged ourselves a little bit, made sure that the dress didn't get messed up between things, made sure that our kids were ready to go. And then the limo and we had the Model A as well met us at the beach club and it was probably at about nine o'clock-ish at that point. The limo took everybody but me over to the boardwalk, which is the staging resort for the for Seabreeze Point. And then the Model A and I followed a little while later and we had formal pictures with our family and with the bridal party, which was just our kids in the lobby of the boardwalk, which was beautifully decorated for Christmas. So that's free decorations and highly recommended. The fireplace was just gorgeous. So we did a whole bunch of pictures there. And then the wedding coordinator sent everyone else out to Seabreeze Point, except for me and my daughter and the flower girl. And then I think she walked them out and then the Model A drove me around. The Model A going, being able to drive in the boardwalk, it's actually a very long drive to get from the front of the boardwalk convention center all the way down and around and back to Seabreeze Point. But it was a lot of fun too, because that's that's the time when everybody sees you as the bride and they're cheering and clapping and saying congratulations as you go by. And it was a ton of fun, to be honest. That's very cool. So then we went on and we had the ceremony. Ceremony went pretty much right on time. Although I have absolutely no idea, to be honest, I'm not wearing a watch as a bride. So I can't tell you actually if it started on time, but everything seemed to be running on time. And then we took pictures and officially the brunch was from 11 to 1, but I think we were all wrapped up by about 1230. And so did they set the cake up at Seabreeze Point or did they just not bother and take it straight to your reception? They did set it up at Seabreeze Point. So we did the cake cutting and the toast at Seabreeze Point. my brother and Todd's sister gave toasts that were absolutely beautiful and made us cry. Oh. And then we also did a first dance there. We actually had taken dance lessons and did an actual choreographed dance at Seabreeze Point. Wow. That was, for some reason, important to me. But Todd went along with it and we had a lot of fun. That's very cool. Did you use the included photography in the package or have we an did. outside photographer? We did use the included photography. And the main reason we did that is because we were doing the Magic Kingdom photo shoot anyways, we kind of were going to have to have the Disney photography for that. Since it was all the same day, we could get the same photographer and we would rather just have the same photographer for the whole thing. Oh, that's great. That's a good point. How do you feel about that? I was going to ask, looking back, how was it having to get up that early to do the Magic Kingdom shoot on the same day as the wedding? I know it's a great way to save money because you don't have to get your hair and makeup done twice and you get it all over with in one day. Would you do it again or would you do it a couple days after? Well. We didn't have a choice and it had less to do with deciding on the money factor and more to do with the fact that we were only there for four nights. We didn't do our honeymoon there. So we were there for the minimum time that you can be there and have an escape wedding, (laughs) which was partly because we were just wanting to go someplace else without our children for our honeymoon. (laughs) (laughs) Go figure. Yeah. Funny how that works. So we went to Jamaica later in the month, but we didn't have time to do it a separate day, really. Not easily anyways. And it was fine. I mean, I wouldn't have done it if we had an afternoon wedding, I don't think. But with a morning wedding, it was fine. We were tired. We actually, though, stayed up in, at Epcot until like 11 o'clock that night. We were just all kind of running on adrenaline and it was fine. 
Yeah, there's something about the wedding day or maybe just being at Disney that you can just keep going well yes. past your body's normal exhaustion point. I did hit that exhaustion point and uh, Todd was still over at Germany and I'm texting him going, um, can we go back to the hotel now? I'm really crashing, <laughs> but it all worked out fine. So now you talked about how cool it was to ride in the Model A down the boardwalk. Was that your favorite memory of your wedding day or do you have another one that you'd like to share? I think my favorite memory wasn't the ride to a Seabreeze Point in the Model A. It was actually the ride back with Todd. Um, they went and they took a whole bunch of pictures after the ceremony, and then we got to go back into the Model A, and they drove us around to the convention center entrance. And that was a lot of fun because, again, people were clapping and cheering and saying congratulations, but then I was with my husband at that time, and that made it more special. Yeah, I think that was probably my favorite memory, too, was the little short transportation time after the wedding where we just got to be the two of us. That It's just so special to share that. That's great. It was very it was very special. And then Todd was actually saying earlier that his immediate thought was not that transportation after the wedding, but after the brunch was over and the limo was taking us back to the beach club, it was us plus our three kids. And we had deliberately designed it so that it had done a couple of other runs to take our parents back to their resorts. And then it came back so that the five of us could be together, which was also really nice. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I know people think, oh my gosh, I only have four hours with this limo. How am I going to have it get me, all the people I need? How did that work logistically for you guys? Well, we definitely put a lot of thought into that one. And it was one of the things we had the most questions about with our wedding coordinator. But in the end, we had time for it to pick us up, or well, not me, but it picked up Todd and the kids and my mother and stepfather know my mother my stepfather wasn't there and took them from the beach club over to the boardwalk and then it made another run to pick up my other set of parents and Todd's mom and bring them back to the boardwalk as well so we got two runs in beforehand although they were very close and that was partly designed on purpose we recommended people stay in close hotels the people who were staying off property they drove themselves in and then at the end it took all of our parents back first and then came back for us and we had time for all of that but like i said the reception kind of ended early we had talked to the wedding coordinator about that and she actually said it usually wraps up early there should be plenty of time oh that's good to know And you also added the Model A, which it sounds like you really got your money's worth because it's a long ride, like you say, down to the boardwalk. Plus, you got to ride it all the way to the convention center afterwards. Was there anything else that you added or changed in the package? I don't think so. I mean, obviously, like I said, we added the Magic Kingdom photo shoot, and that was probably the biggest one for me. We did a couple of small substitutions. I mean, we had a little bit of floral, not much. But we didn't do that much customization because we wanted it pretty simple. Part of my goal for going with Disney and with the Escape Wedding was I didn't want to have to be dealing with lots of details. I wanted to be able to know that I had made all my choices, checked everything off on the list, and I had handed it over to someone and they were going to make it all happen. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, the Escape Wedding is definitely perfect for that. And it sounds like it was just the ideal situation for you guys. Absolutely. Now, is there anything that went wrong or didn't turn out quite like you expected? There was... One odd thing, this is a complete nitpick, to be honest, but it was very strange. We went through all the floral and we did all the, all the planning and everything was fine. And then we got there and the flower girl's basket was off white instead of white. And I just thought that was a really odd mistake to make. But I didn't worry about it too much. What am I going to do at the last minute? Say, oh my gosh, I need to wait for you to go change out the flower girl basket. And then my next thought was, if I care enough, it's photoshoppable later on. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The photoshopable mistake. That's right. Other than that, I mean, they really do have this down to a science. 
absolutely. And I had done a lot of research and I, and I had read the passporter guide very thoroughly and tried to do a whole bunch of research on the dis boards and anything that I came up with questions, I tried to go kind of make some notes on it, go figure out answers. And I didn't have many surprises because of that. So do your research is my, probably my biggest piece of advice to anybody. Yeah, that's, that's good to know because yeah, surprises are not something you want on your wedding day. No, <laughs> no they are not. I guess the one, the one surprise that happened was the photographer showed up early for the Magic Kingdom photo shoot, but that was fine because I was actually just about ready. And then we got an extra 15 minutes in the, in the photo shoot, which is 25% more. Oh, that's so great. That was awesome. So now any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? Oh, one thing that, again, comes back to photography. Photography and videography were my two highest priorities because my grandmother couldn't be at the wedding and I wanted to make sure we had really good pictures and things like that. So I... I kind of considered all the, the hair and makeup an investment into the photography and videography too, because it's all about how it, everything turns out. So I definitely recommend the photo shoots if that interests you at all. And the other thing I would recommend with regards to the photography is find pictures that you like ahead of time. You know, go through Diz boards. People post links to their Disney wedding photography. Uh, go online and just Google for weddings at such and such, whichever your location is, and find pictures that you like. And then send them to Disney Photography or whoever your photographer is in advance because it'll give them an idea of what you like. And it made our photo shoot go much more, much faster and more smoothly because the photographer knew exactly what I was looking for. And now you mentioned videography. Did you also have Disney do videography? No, we didn't. We talked about it. Um, we got a sample from them. We asked, could you send us a sample of what the different packages are? Because we we're trying to figure out really what the differences were in the different escape packages and what their editing added to it and stuff like that. And what we discovered is you can't get raw footage from them. And we wanted to be able to cut in slides and pictures from other people as well as Disney. And so we went with another company that would give us the raw footage. And it was a very basic package. We had two videographers uh, with mics. And we had two hours of coverage or something like that. Um, and it was significantly cheaper than Disney's packages and gave us exactly what we wanted. They didn't do any editing. They just sent it to us and we did the editing. That's a really good thing to know because, yeah, if you do want to do any of your own editing, and really even if you don't because, you know, not everybody has the equipment or the time to edit their own wedding video, but sometimes just having the raw footage, I like just watching it because you catch things that, you know, maybe wouldn't have fit in the super fancy edited version of your video, but you get to see your yes. grandma who is no longer around <laughs> or whatever. Yep. So. It was good. We, it worked out well for us. We actually used the footage. We had a post wedding dessert reception back here for the people that we didn't want to all try to coordinate going to a wedding far away. We had that in February. And so we had edited it by then and brought it and played it in a loop at that reception. And people really enjoyed watching it. Well, cool. This is all really great information. Is there a place online that people can go to see photos of your wedding or maybe your planning journal? You can actually go to walters-short.com. Okay, great. Well, Allison, I really appreciate your taking the time to speak with me today. I think this is a lot of great, helpful information for potential escape brides and grooms. And uh, thanks for sharing your story. Well, thank you for having me, Carrie. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp. 
or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com. <laughs>